All right, we're gonna get experimental today um, and have our first caller guest and we'll see how this goes. But uh, let's kick this thing off. Welcome to Unmuzzled Chat. So we, are, in fact, are welcoming back Charmaine today. And my goodness, like, once again, Charmaine, your feedback has been so appreciated and had led to a personal, like, we were sending so many voice clips snips to each other this morning it just got so ridiculous it finally called and we both were like yeah we both felt that we both wanted to make that phone call right yeah oh my gosh welcome how are you doing today i'm good i'm good just tired we're you know right doing that graveyard i gotta tell you man mm, we need to kick off your magnet sticker company so you have say the sleep schedule that works for you, for your body <laughs> right in yeah. your brain <laughs> to function at its best yes oh my gosh so yeah i guess i just had the realization too we're probably going to be bleeding over into your sleepy time so i'll try to stay aware of that but once again as we were communicating like you just out the gate were extremely brave with me shared even some things like I, I just love how you're you do genuinely wear your heart on your sleeve and you are unfiltered in that regard and you shared some vulnerable things even about your life as we basically we're having a conversation as to how we're going to save the world right but it led into all this confusion in regards to, I don't know, uh, all this destructive ideology regarding sex and um, what people are identifying as just went down like kind of that rabbit hole, so to speak. But you opened up in your own life to where you've pretty much experimented with men and women right yeah and that's the thing like we could talk about it and that's what was so awesome that you felt comfortable enough with me to kind of go there where like I'm not gonna bite your head off and I can't cast any stones because whether people view it up as sin or whatnot I mean we could really dive into that but I myself am a sinner. I myself have made mistakes. I myself have broken the law, you know, and so it's just it would be entirely hypocritical to come from a place of judgment. So I just I would really hope that, yeah, you and listeners could grasp like here on a muzzle like there. It's not our place to judge. Are you kidding me? We never want to lose sight of an individual's walk and an individual's beliefs and give all the accreditation and validation and just open up the dialogue as to, wow, well, can we really touch on and get to the root of all this life? And is it leading to a higher quality of life individually and for our communities and society or leading to more destructive? So 
there was just so much value to communicating with you in that regard because you just are so you're you're able like you're stronger than you know you're able you have the communication like you're you can have that like how refreshing that dialogue even yeah <laughs> does that even make it sense or am i just uh, yeah perfect sense it's it's definitely difficult like like we've said before just to a have a conversation in today's day because mm. human interaction is so minimal but not only to have a conversation but to have a conversation on something difficult and to such a touchy not, subject yeah and not necessarily like opposing um ideologies or whatever but just simply the fact that it is something that needs to be discussed. Yes. And the fact that it's so, it's so dangerous, you know, and yes. dangerous is a good word for it to discuss. Yes. You know, we were saying how the pure fact of even post-op um, people just <clears throat> threatening and, you know, can't even have the the conversation piece or well, it's so hidden in well, the fact of what right. they're doing now. Well, I guess one of the important things, and you're so right there, you're hitting some nails on the head already out the gate. I freaking love it. But uh, yeah, out the gate, it's like, it's so important to touch on, like, it's no secret that this ideology has been, like, statistically speaking, uh, one of the number one attributors as to why we're being led into the most suicidal generation ever, especially for the younglings. So to like identify that and be like, wow, like really hone in on that. And why is to why, and that kind of even goes back to what we even already covered is like, wow, is this really a road that is leading to individuals happiness or more destructive? Right. So it's so important to like, and once again, I mean, now this is highlighting like we've be- hit this nail many times already on this platform where it's so because it's like it's just been so the war machine of mainstream media, because even as it stands now, man, I'm jumping around all over already. But <laughs> bear with me. Hopefully I can make some sense of my crazy brain. But it's like this whole movement literally accounts like last I listened to Charlie Kirk and I value what they, you know, being the experts in these regards, it's literally less than 2% of the world population, this whole trans and LGBTQ. And it's, it's a slight minority of the world's population. But if you look at the commercial space, if you look at the talk shows in all these things on Netflix and prime and, you know, from shows to movies, it's, why is it, why is it ending up, what is the percentage on that? Why is it ending up 80, like dominating all these things and social media platforms, news, news, even it's dominating. So the reality of it, the reality of it is it's unproportionate. And why, why is that? And it, and it actually kind of shows, wow, <laughs> intentionally, strategically evil in this world is staging these ideologies, these narratives, and adding all this polarization to create confusion, hatred amongst all of us. Yeah. 
and we need to set that down. We need to be able to have the communication. I mean, like, my gosh, that's why it's so important to say, look, I zero judgment, zero. I, and let's let the intention out, like, let it be known up front. Like, right. let me know if it becomes hurtful. Let me know if it's this, because I don't want to have that impact. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Well, and, and that that goes to say for anyone that even challenges themselves into, like, diving into, and it shouldn't even be a challenge, but I guess it's just been so effectively polarized. No one wants to essentially dive into these things uh, because there have been threats. You know, it's no yeah. secret that these patriots, such as Charlie Kirk, Dan Bongino, well, even like Stu Peters, right? They have said out of all the topics, all the uh, against the grain topics and things that they've discussed, there's singularly been nothing more threatening to their life than having the conversations on this whole LGBTQ type uh talk and like it's been so touchy so polarized that not just charlie himself his life has been threatened on multiple occasions but his wife's even his newborns and that's just where guys so let's step back why why is it we can't oh my gosh why would you threaten an infant's life like that is a conversation piece right just because a man's a man's beliefs right like it's it's been that weaponized that's where it's like Mm -hmm. that's where it bleeds into the arena i feel mass psychosis only goes so far controlling these narratives like the less than two percent and giving them the mass unproportionately you know stage so to speak on all these different you know platforms and it's not just that it's actually in our education programs too it's on our colleges camp college campuses um Even on job applications now right there's, there's a flip with it like well that's granted, there's always mm. been the option to opt out to saying but right. there's always been the two male or female or i don't want to tell you you know what i mean but now Right. Even on your name tag, you have pronouns. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we're catering. Or if we're you ca- would be preferred mm-hmm. to be called X, let me know. Right. It's been a long time. It's been very strategically slow drip, like done, like even from our medical forms, where it used to be sex, male, female. That's yeah. it. And now yeah. it's it catering to pronouns. It's catering to uh, what what sexual orientation you identify as so in a way just allowing that discussion as to well i'm bi or trans like that already stepped out of the confines of like reality and we're already catering to a very destructive narrative because the the truth lies biologically speaking scientifically speaking uh uh, biblically speaking that there's normal and there's abnormal and it it, i don't mean to say that in like an offensive way that could be obviously very triggering but no like it's sure there's not just outliers sure like we can like i myself can acknowledge like (laughs) 
you're funny like you're like just the other day on when i i don't know why i was just like i was like i kept saying you guys you guys and i was just like well i am i don't mean i want to include the ladies like because it's not specifically you know guys in that in my generation that phrase just applied to all in a very innocent fun way nothing nothing crazy about it so yeah and i'm sitting here yeah and i'm just whatever it's funny too is for my generation it's Mm -hmm. dude Mm. you know i call everybody dude i even use guys like see that's so cool and you should be able to do that without people taking offense i went see you later guys you know that's perfect yeah yeah at the point say um you know someone's taking offense more than what you're saying because you you have the right to say whatever the freak you want to say period and at the point someone's taking offense like the one being offended should actually look into themselves as to why is this rubbing me wrong you know because they like you should be able to acknowledge no they have the right to say whatever it is they want to say uh and at the point it's hurting me or why is that and if anything if it does bother you enough you should feel comfortable enough like hey this bothers me let's actually dive into that do you mind because like you you know in in amongst any any moment they could actually they should be able to have that conversation with that other individual is they're like why why did that trigger me why do i feel and and together you might could even get to the bottom of that and maybe that other individual will be like you know what yeah i will i won't use that around you not out of respect but the other one will land on no you can use it like out of respect that's fine so you know like it could be such an amazing like you know uh just compromise all around but once again things have been so effectively polarized and weaponized that man we just can't even have that dialogue anymore it's and that is so dangerous downright dangerous so kind of going back to say even those doctor forms and 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 touching on like normal and abnormal because the reality i think that was just the beginning to the end of this endless and it the reality of it is it will never end this type of division so like what is happening if we go in, back in time and we actually look and why it's it's literally strategically being done to have a level of manipulation to have us essentially at each other's throats more so than focusing on the issues at hand currently and moving in the right direction futuristically right so is you really i mean there's so many different conversations to be had my poor it was was like quick (laughs) what's that right oh my gosh so it's interesting because essentially this has been preying like kind of wolves in sheep's clothing it's been praying, say, on is creating a weaker and weaker culture, weaker, weaker individuals. And let me try to explain in a way as I see it, because it's it's ruling out accountability. It's ruling out responsibility. It's ruling out like biblical truths and all these other things as well, all simultaneously with just the thought of like, OK, uh, gender uh i i am identifying as this this or or this 
and oh you're gonna have to help me out here because my poor brain i get i hit so many snags and you know what i just due to even like picking myself apart on these last couple whatever you want to label them rants or you know things weighing on me and being passionate what whatnot like I am still in the midst of my healing. In fact, I got another IV treatment scheduled for today. So I'm still literally fighting these spiral keats that are having a negative like cognitive effect in my brain. It's impacting memory, speech. So please bear with me. I'm so sorry. Like, ah, like I'm my own worst critic. And as I listen to this back, I mean, man, I feel for you guys, too. You know, but please give me some grace. Cut me a little slack because I'm I'm truly still in the mend. And hopefully at some point I'll be able to get close closer to a hundred percent for the first time and see and feel what that actually looks like. I'm a little fearful with the head injuries that my hundred percent might more so land at eighty or ninety and there's just nothing to be done. But like that's where it's like hey doesn't mean like i could still be a good example for folks to hey guys wear helmet when you do these certain things right protect your brain it's so important but mine were freak accidents i'm one of those specials that should have a helmet on 24 7 it seems like (laughs) to avoid (laughs) yeah well so much of it literally is tied into like my own doing and decisions and alcohol and my goodness Uh yeah so i know exactly what you mean Mm. (laughs) i've had my fair share of brain cell damage too Mm. well our bodies are very miraculous and i mean just from where i was to where i am now is you know i have my own testimony on the matter and there's other people with the the same thing like so you feed it the right, you know, that's where health so important. So we could yeah. become the best version of ourselves and give our bodies that proper nutrition and things to repair, to recover, to heal. And, right. and honestly, mm-hmm. on the note of that, just a proper foundation to start yes. is so, so necessary. And that's a big issue with, um, child suicide you know Mm. is the fact that a lot of these kids so young are confused just in the world that they live in but not only that with adults telling them oh yeah you know your gender you know and just like you said does that six-year-old believe in santa (laughs) yeah for those that haven't seen what is a woman i can't believe i can't remember specifically what you know what we'll try to track it down and add it to the show notes at some point so if you're having a hard time following, finding it, like check back frequently. And at some point we will add that link of what is a woman in the very comments. But this guy did a very fantastic job because he wasn't confrontational. And he essentially just kept asking scholars, doctors, very learned folk in our society is to even I think some political folks is to, hey, just this basic question. Can you please answer what is a woman? Like explain it to me. None of them were able to explain it without using the very term in their explanation. Well, a woman's basically a woman. What? That's not an, what? That's not even, that's zero explaining. That's zero, that's a zero answer. That's not an answer. 
right? That's just words. You just answered with words. <laughs> yeah. You just rephrased my question. Exactly. In a right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a statement, not an answer. So it's interesting. But yeah, to your point, my gosh, there's this very powerful moment that stuck like blue in my mind where, yeah, he was, I believe it was actually a doctor lady that in fact herself has performed. Uh, mutilization surgical procedures on like six-year-olds on children and he just out of the blue was like let me ask you something do you believe because this doctor essentially this doctor was like a children a child knows a child knows their gender like knows and on behalf of that child oh my gosh so they're praying it's a wolf in sheep's clothing they're praying on like our hearts in a way like the child knows and oh my gosh do you want your child dead do you want your is that what you're saying you're not going to affirm and because the child knows and you want your child dead like that's where the doctor's coming from it's like wait a sec whoa 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 this is such a destructive like thinking right i thinking that do you let me ask you something do you believe in santa claus and she's just like looks at him of course not right and he's just like, good, okay, great, because I don't either, right? We're adults. We know. It's just a, it's a fictional story. However, does that child you perform surgery on believe in Santa Claus? And the sad truth is, yes, people, that child believes that Santa is real, that reindeer can fly, that he can fit down chimneys, and he's this fat fictional character, and he could do it all overnight every home across the world the child genuinely believes that like sit on that think about that and this doctor learned a doctor is <laughs> telling this man um that they know i mean wow we put that ideology of santa claus and this and that in a beautiful light right Right. In this children's brain, they're easily, they don't know anything. They're children. Yeah. So why in the heck are you even like that is leading along the lines and bordering along the lines of like pedophilia. The fact that this hypersexualization, these topics are even being discussed during the development of a child. Wow. That is child abuse in and of itself. Um, we're not, we're not to go there. We're to, we're to teach them everything about like sex at at certain stages appropriate stages like okay development and how you know women's menstrual cycles and then men in their nrbs you know what is happening in my pants you know there's there's appropriate stages to have these discussions like okay and like to to help yeah. You know, it's just the pure fact that just taking the human body from such a young age, that body is not in any way, shape, or form developed. Their brain's not developed. Their right. bones aren't developed. Right. You know, nothing of that child is developed. And not only that, the you take on, like, the psychosis of the, the parents or even the doctors involved. It's what is their true motivation? It's like, is that doctor really, truly caring about the kid and helping the kid and taking nope. the kid's life, not just what's happening now, but where they're going to grow and how they're going to develop. No. 
you know, it just in their brain, not only just mm-hmm. physically, and then not only that, taking the actual hormones that they naturally produce and then completely flipping it. Yeah. Again, at. Well, that kind of gets know. back to what is feeding more so this suicidal uh, culture that's growing and then in a way that we've never experienced before. And it's no secret that this is like the number one attributor with our younglings. So it's, it's like, this is so based on that and those stats, it's so dangerous and it's crazy. Of course, this war machine of information, they're saying they're preying on people's heartstrings along the lines like, well, do you want your child dead? As if, as if these are the two options and there, it is absolutely false. There's more options and it is more loving. It is more affirming. It's reassuring. It's a more solid foundation for these individuals. Like historically speaking, um, when things were more based out of biblical truths or things were more based out of like even scientific biological like facts and the differences between, and yes, there's a hundred percent differences on a cellular level between male and female and that's why it's so like it's no secret to me and i'm no brainiac are you freaking kidding me like like why why you know you you pump these children full of the other sexes like hormones is to the damage that actually ends up happening with the not just the development and the unreversible effects that come from like lupron like lupron if you can even looked into that like lupron in fact I, I it was demonized like we can't even use that in like psych wards or prisons and things things to that nature to oh, i can't remember but but yet we're now allowing that with children and in some states the chill we're even ruling out parents say over their own children as though like oh this is now even becoming a grave threat and and the fact it's alive and well in some states right now the fact people are like ah oh, it's not in my state and it's not going to come if we don't speak up it will come to your state like yeah. or in fact like some of these children are even being like expedited and like trans, like just all sorts of all sorts of crazy. Where if a child wants to do this or that, if and the like, the parents don't have the right to even know in some of these states, or um, it would be literally legally potential liable, like a penalty for the parents as child abuse that they're not affirming their child's you know uh like it's it's so bad it's so destructive and i didn't even realize that there were states where Mm. it was illegal or you know to to not allow your child that is my child a hundred percent. It's okay. Lit- so if my mm-hmm. kid goes and murders somebody as a minor, I still have to deal with the repercussions. Wow. Because they are a minor. Look right? at Any, if yes. And that's with any law. You know, if if my kid goes out and breaks a mailbox, I gotta pay for the mailbox. Look at you using <laughs> analogies that are based in reality and truth and fighting back on a narrative 
a hundred percent yes yes all that mm-hmm doesn't yeah yeah doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that bring light to it? It is it is a hundred percent happening where even through the schools, if a child speaks out on this or that, like they they're enacting like all these programs and special things to help that child affirm and like affirming and um what are they calling it? Like a whole medical type of yeah, but they're literally trying to go about it in a way that isn't informing the parent, keeping it like secretive that the parent doesn't have the right to know. They don't have the right. And it's so, so twisted on some of these levels to where, yes, 100%, if the parent doesn't, in fact, affirm and like they could be like ruled as child abuse in and of itself and have legal ramifications. That's the direction. Right, but if you were to take it to the opposite spectrum, that's right. right, and say, oh, well, I allowed my child to do so. This child grows up, absolutely hates it, which is a consistent yeah. thing that's happening is after they've gotten their... Yes, you're bringing their, up a very good point. Right. And yes. It's like, okay, well, if at that point, right, that child grows up, and decides to say, you know what, this was abuse to me as a child because yes, I was a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't know better. My yes. parents were the ones who were convincing me that this was good. And then again, that circles back to the, to even the idea that the parent could just be doing it because it's a movement right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like mothers making their kids sick on purpose because they like the hospital, they like the attention of their child being sick. And yeah. yet they're purposefully harming their child. They're purposefully making them sick and poisoning them. This is something that's been known. So to think that, oh, it's well, a big movement. That's not, that's not making it on that stage. That massive stage that is praising this very destructive ideology. None. They're not, not giving a peep to the detransitioners, the ones that are speaking out, that are coming out, that have been sexually mutilated, whether it be through surgical means or um, pharmaceutical means, psychological means, but they come out on the tail end basically because they ended up at such a low place that they were about to be part of the statistic, the detransitioner, of a suicide they were literally on death's door and my heart goes out to them my gosh and that's why we got to stop this destruct destructive like and and have the conversations like stop it in the way that we can figure out and hone in as to a how we're being manipulated b like we're led to believe like oh this road versus this you know all this confusion let's clear the smoke let's step back let's see the bigger picture right but um yeah in that moment so they literally uh are knocking on death's door and and versus ending their life they just vulnerable open like okay Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe this and that. Let's get off. Let's get off the testosterone for a biological woman that had been led to believe she's a man, right? Let's get off these hormones that are messing the chemical makeup of my brain and and all these things. So they do that. They start doing other things, and lo and behold, lo and behold, they start getting life breathed back into them again. They start 
they start seeing everything for what it is. But one of the saddest realizations at this point and talk about real abuse, real traumas that they're now living. I can't even effectively put on those detransitioner shoes and even begin to realize on a personal level like that moment for them. That's got to be so tough, even potentially 100 percent even greater than the challenges I've even faced. But then then again. All of our, it's not a competition. All of our individual challenges are, in fact, entirely valid and legit, like, yep. challenge, right? Um, yeah. But just trying to walk a minute in those shoes or a mile or what have you, it's like, it's... Just to empathize. Yeah, the, the extreme sadness that hits me that, wow, the realization that so many of these kids, like, obviously, surgically... <laughs> Good luck, right? Yeah. Like they're not going to yeah. be able to really do anything coming back and have those, you know, sexual parts function mm-hmm. or like, you know, the, the ramifications with the breasts or, I mean, it, it, we don't need to, I guess, really go into the graphics. You can pretty much do that on research on your own. But, right. but even the effects of like the clinical side of things with Lufron and what have you, it's literally sterilizing women it's sterilizing these individuals to where they can no longer naturally produce offspring, have children right. of their own, that beautiful gift in this life. And that's where, wow, is this all just a movement? Is it, right. is it all just kind of an effect of a movement? Or in fact, if we step back even further and dissect this further, is this, in fact, intended consequences strategically coordinated for a depop, for, for, yeah. for like <sighs> this focus? I mean, so many, like, like uh, this power structure of of good versus evil, right? And right. man, if I could squirrel for a moment, because this is pretty deep stuff. And if, if you don't mind, I would like to finish a point that I did get lost on yesterday's, whatever you want to label it, um, podcast. Go for it. Go for it. Thank you. I'm going to let my dog outside real quick. Okay. Well, folks that are listening, I, as I talked about the open border, there was a moment of, oh my gosh, just, I got off side notes. Uh, I got off track of the notes I had and, but it was a very profound point I wanted to make regarding the open border and how a a particular issue also plays into that. And I jumped into how they're pushing, they're pushing this narrative of, oh, Charmaine, are you there? What, what is the word? Ramp, uh, reparations? I don't know. I think it's reparations. So they're trying to push this narrative on heartstrings from people from generations ago for like reparations for slavery and things like that. Like how ludicrous, how ludicrous, like, uh, wow, you are dis, you are discrediting and completely spitting in all the people's lives that were shed, the blood that was shed for winning um, that civil war even to end 
slavery. End it. End it. And now we're diving back in it so deeply. This, I mean, it's evil's intended. They have an intention here. And it's once again, just like what we're touching on, just a different topic is to the division and creating confusion and having each other basically kill each other off while they're able to focus and move the needle in a whole nother direction where they're literally hurting us like freaking livestock yeah like they're hurting us like cattle it's so crazy so because the the connection i wanted to make here regarding the border if slavery was such an issue generations ago like and it's crazy let's make an observation here shall we like in our personal lives if we're if a specific experience and trauma in our past we are so stuck on it to where we can't effectively move past it guys we're no longer living in the present we're no longer focusing on the future that's why it's so toxic even on a personal level if we can't effectively move past the freaking past right so here they are strategically this is proof indisputable proof that they're strategically weaponizing information topics preying on people's heartstrings to have us stuck in the past why squirrel look over here don't live in the present don't focus on your future be divisive focus on each other let's focus on pigmentation let's focus on race like that is racism in and of itself and it's going to perpetuate the very issues my gosh it's been it's sickening how effective this war machine has become because the truth with this border in in a in a quick little even comparison even though comparison isn't that important because it's more important to focus on the present issues than do comparison but even in a comparison slavery is more alive and well right here right now in this country than ever historically speaking so why would we be focusing going back in time on a lesser issue than current it's by design okay there are humans not just adults, but children being sold from the uh, cartels and from, I mean, there's all sorts of connections and there's so many connections and it is all over the world, but right here in our own turf and having this border is allowing the biggest like push on slavery and human trafficking and child trafficking and child sex trafficking and it's got to stop but anyway that was a point i wanted to make also regarding that border yesterday where i you know kind of lost my train of thought and then and and thank you Sherman, for allowing me to share it today because i believe it only adds to stepping out of for a moment this whole gender crazy circus but these roads are paralleled it's the same it's just a different topic but once again it's showing and there's nothing okay go ahead in a way sorry no you're great in a way they kind of they kind of intermingle a little bit if you think about it Mm -hmm. you know um because of the whole when lgbtq came out pedophiles and stuff were trying to say that they identified as a 14 year old and that would be okay and yes you know, and from there, 
it has it has just amplified you know and now there's this mm. whole you can't even talk badly about it or even converse about it in any any way shape or form without being demonized and me being yes. you know in in that realm of of you know where i was part of that community i was part of the lgbtq or whatever and mm. Even then, I was still seeing, like, okay, look, I see the point of, okay, you love who you love, but there is still a limit, <laughs> you know? Right. And if, if you really truly love this child, or even as a doctor, if you really actually cared about the well-being of this child throughout their life into adulthood, you would really truly take things into consideration, like... You would wait till child. their development, like you were so eloquently putting, you'd wait till they're developed as an adult, because we can all agree, we don't understand things. I mean, once again, we believe in Santa Claus. We don't understand things. So why in, oh my gosh, God's green earth, would we essentially allow a freaking child to make an irreversible decision? Like, there's a reason why we have an age limit for cigarettes. There's a reason why we have an age limit for alcohol. There's a reason why we have an age limit for driving. There's a reason for all these things, because... Like it's, it's a structured and on our behalf, like society and on an individual, it is actually based out of love. So in fact, it is more loving to, Hey, hold the phone. If you think you're a girl, like, or you think you're a boy when you're the opposite sex, like let's, let's just, that shouldn't even be a topic for these children. They should be focused on playground and learning the ABCs. You know, yeah. and all it's it, At six. The, yes. Your main concern should be my teeth falling out, and I get a quarter from the tooth fairy. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, so you started moving the needle there, awesomely. And man, I need to come up with better analogies. But um, oh boy, don't have a James moment. Um, I'm having a James. I'm having a James moment. Here we go, Here folks. We, we should have a name for this. Mwah, mwah. Or something. <laughs> like, just some. You need a sound for it on your little... I know. <laughs> that poor... I'll break that... I know. I'll break that button in no time. It's just, it's just a show constantly hitting that button. Oh, it's nice yeah. to laugh amongst this crazy talk yeah. here. But, I mean, the reality of it is, like, man, is there a better discussion to have? I mean, it's it's on behalf of our little ones. Um, okay, so we were touching on the development, how important that is. Hormones, how they're not really grown, or, you know, at that. Oh, 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 how a child shouldn't even be spoken to about those things. 100%. You know, that just, that is, like, your youth, your childhood, I think back, like, to when I was a kid. You know, granted, in my youth, I, I really have, like, homelessness or whatever and, like, just crazy stuff in my own family. That wasn't even a passing thought. But mm. even as a child, there were things that I could identify, like, I'm I'm too young to know what this is. <laughs> right. You know, and just because we're in such a confusing time and not only in the media is it, it's praised in a sense. You know, like you said, people don't, when... They do detransition, or you know, yeah. when something does go awry after mm-hmm. the fact, it's it's so thrown under the rug that yes. even I didn't even know about mm. a majority of the things that you mentioned. You know, and I was like, oh I, I like the that child 
to hear some of these people personally, like whether it be on the Stu Peters or Charlie Kirk, where, where they literally interview these individuals and these individuals are championing this narrative. I mean, there's a reason, obviously, why they're not given that stage on the on that other end of the spectrum. But these yeah. patriots are and they're out, out of love of their hearts. It goes to show truly who who's really loving. Right. And it's it's just so wild I mean, I can't even, I can't even help me in my delusions, but who's going to help me when I'm low and build me up and help me grow. But if you haven't heard some of those detransitioners and their personal stories, my gosh, I would love to get some of them even on this podcast. Like their stories, it'd be hard to be here and not weep. Like even reflecting back on some of the stories I've heard, my goodness, it's literally the root of evil and it's strategically being done and it goes against everything like basic human biology it goes against biblical doctrine it goes against you know like reality i mean a woman and a woman sorry naturally cannot reproduce a man and a man naturally cannot reproduce cannot cannot be done sorry sorry to break that news to you the human race can would only last like a generation we are all yeah that's why elon musk it's very interesting i don't agree necessarily with him on everything and it's so interesting elon i'm too small this probably won't come across him for years but who knows who knows whatever maybe tomorrow maybe later today never know come on come on like that's why we got to share this stuff. We need to reach Elon. No, so many of these people. But it's so cool because I don't agree with him a lot, but obviously we all could agree he's a pretty brilliant mind, right? And what he's touched on, statistically speaking, given, wow, people aren't getting married till way later now. Wow, we're actually having less offspring. But one humbling truth is that we're all one generation away from extinction. Extinction entire the whole human species from extinction if in fact say we all just decided let's team up with the same sex today guys there won't be any more births and we're the human species will be gone within this current generation like so he actually touches on in a very pretty genius way in some of his conversations where more so than a overpopulation issue by the stats and things he's come across we actually are more so threatened on the other end of the spectrum that on a depopulation issue or, or uh, a a populate hmm, how do you even word it you'll have to find that stuff and listen to it but i find it fascinating but there's other patriots and things that actually touch on it i think even better than than he did but yeah that's where it's just so beautiful. Like, guys, we just let's dive into this, and we don't need to be doom and gloom. We need to have the conversations and be like, "Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Why do you feel?" That? And just really have these discussions. And that's yeah. why, man, you, especially with your experience and you know, kind of dabbling and going there, and maybe even currently still there, uh, to really hone in as to well, what what. Why is this? Because the reality of it is, wow, you could you can kind of see the truth with the statements even. There isn't all these other things. In fact, saying any of these other 
things is catering to the very destructive, like, like downward spiral, never ending downward spiral that's leading to all these, we could agree, toxic, destructive things. So we get back to, okay, normal and abnormal, right? right. And, and okay, so what is it that, you know, on an individual level, like, what is it? Because we can acknowledge, we can go down the, not even rabbit holes. I think the rabbit holes are more so the ide- the sick, destructive ideology of all those topics because they're limited. You're stuck in a rabbit hole. You only have, like, a yeah. limited view. Like, like, so it's more so standing on the ground in the wide open and just absorbing everything you can hear, taste, smell, touch, and absorb, right? Yeah. So it's actually you're living in the present you're absorbing what you can but like so normal abnormal and normal so at the point you step outside of abnormal it's like you should ask yourself should be like okay why why is it i feel this way because now in a way i'm going against like societal norm it should be societal norms and it should be you know viewed as uh outside of biblical norms and uh basic human biology right and is it just my own sexual desire is it potentially and i wouldn't even for lack of better words like have someone even like try to self-talk because it could be damaging to an extent of being like what's wrong with me type of thing but but can i a random note yes Um, I don't remember who I was having this discussion with somebody else. Oh, and, okay. Um, where I, I think it was it was way back when where I was contemplating telling my parents, you know, because mm. I think I told my mom maybe a few months ago, and okay. my dad still doesn't know, you know. But okay. uh, just having the discussion of you know somebody who was relatively close to my age, but I still saw like a authority figuring so to speak or somebody just would look up to and ask advice from and i asked her i was like well what if your daughter came up to you and asked or told you that she was gay or bi or whatever and then she said um i wouldn't really be concerned with it but i would definitely look for somebody and i was like what do you mean by that she said there's a statistic that a lot of people who are on that kind of spectrum in their youth were sexually assaulted Mm, right regardless of if it were a male or a female or what have you just the pure fact that at such a young age they were exposed to such an explicit situation or sexual Mm. context and then it kind of parallels with what are we doing to these young kids minds you know and that could be in its own way shape or form a sexual assault or a child abuse it's just because we are stealing their innocence away by simply telling them about the topic. You know, it's like telling a kid, oh yeah, one day you're going to die. And then not understanding why they're scared of death every single day or why they look for death every single day. Wow. What a wise observation, wise words um, to plug in there. It's tough to hear that in the moment. Because it shattered my world because at one point wow. in my childhood, I was sexually assaulted. Oh so my then gosh, I'm so it sorry. made me think, like, again, I still have traumas that I'm going through and I'm dealing with. And 
and they they they're so deeply rooted in right. my childhood you know that i i still don't understand them so just the pure sense of that you know and then being a child and not understanding what was happening and then you know as a child doing something with another child and then being disciplined for it when it was done to me you know and then wow. not understanding that and then to oh kind my of go goodness down to the further right and then again where i was self-abuse forms and then dating one of those forms mm. and then it's still it's like okay that is still an underlying trauma that right. i in my own case have to deal with and i have to acknowledge and i have to analyze work through whatever but then it, it allowed me to look at every other person that I had in my personal group that were in the LGBTQ. And then, you know, if I were close with them, I'd ask them if they were comfortable, you know, if that had ever happened to them in their childhood or in any way, shape, or form. And a majority of them, if not all, again, this is my own personal circle, yes. told me that in one way, shape, or form, in their youth by somebody, my goodness. they were exposed. And... Wow. It, it just amplified it for me, like, wow, something that I was necessarily born with, because that was my belief. I was like, I've always found women attractive, but just how you said, you know, you can appreciate another human's right. beauty. Yes. Right? Yes. But that's, and, and then it was like, well, am I mistaking what I see as just a pretty person? Wow. Or some form of sexual lust, because I've been taught lustful things since my childhood and not to to extend further but even my parents had experienced some form of sexual abuse in Mm. their childhoods but with their generation it's so much more taboo right right and now it's just been so widely accepted well you know like my dad is completely confused well anybody who's (laughs) gay or you right. know, any of the I'm an animal or well I think it's pretty easily argued as you go down as to why all this is being pushed why not just strategically to create division and all this amongst the ranks but but to mm-hmm. in fact I think the end goal line and I don't and I can feel I can say it with confidence because what I the, the research I have personally done i feel convicted that in fact evil is trying to move the needle so far in the goalposts so far to where they're normalizing pedophilia yeah they want to normalize it because they themselves are partaking and if the world actually knew with the child sex trafficking if they actually there's nowhere they could hide any everyone involved right so if they normalize it a in a way they're gonna get a world they want to like live in which is sheer evil i mean you yourself like you know we those are all discussions and i it's so important that we really dissect to bring light is to how like not just why this is so destructive, like to, to, to address things from all different angles, but also have the big picture as to why I even believe they're trying to actually move it, like normalize it, you know, right. and and right. and actually connect real? all Mission. those dots. But I do want to take a minute 
Charmaine, and I literally have my hand over my heart here, and I'm so like I'm so sorry to hear like it pains me, not just for you to hear personally what you've gone through, but all those other individuals uh, yeah. that are a part of that whole LGBTQ what what have you like. I mean, it's hard to even say that, but I mean, the LGBTQ, because I want to kind of even, because once again, normal and abnormal, but I say that with the utmost respect. So abnormal literally is part, like LGBTQ is part of that. Uh, all, All this, you know, the pronoun side of thing is part of that, you know, to get back into the realm of like reality and having these discussions. And I still have my hand over my heart because... Like, my heart goes out to all those scarred and with the traumas that, like, I think you really honed in on something personal that has genuinely led to people believing and acting out in their own lives this very destructive narrative in and of itself. That's where under the guise of good of, hey, live and let live and, oh, my gosh, don't feel guilty. And that's why these people become so convicted and it's so touchy because in a way they don't it's normalizing what happened to them. You know, it's it's like it's not viewed in their eyes anymore as like a trauma. So they're not having to face the inner challenges in a healthy light to their betterment you know they're more so just sweep able to sweep it under the rug and oh it's just normalized and now what happened to them scarred them in a way to where they're acting out in their real life to no accountability no responsibility because that's another way i feel all this circus has even been playing out the way it has in a way um and i I say all these things the most love I can, but you know, it's, it's just a circus, like, cause it's getting out of the confines of like, it's abnormal and, and it's t- destructive and it's to the detriment of like all these individuals involved. But anyway, it's, it's literally having us because we all want, we, how did I word it? We were like, it's essentially giving people that pedestal to just middle finger to all of those around you, just middle finger. You want to judge me? Please go ahead. Tell me, tell me what I can't do. Tell me how I shouldn't live. Tell me because I'm just here standing on this pedestal with this middle finger, right? Just like versus in, 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 in a way that's a destructive thing. It's not a loving, that's not a loving thing to do. Right. And the most, impacted individual is the one standing there posting the middle finger like hey like this is because essentially it's self-destructive it's not moving the needle in the right direction to where they're actually healing from things and they're more so out without having responsibility accountability and this whole rebellious kind of ideology well, I mean, I'm one of those naturally, whereas like, you know, oh, someone wants to tell me what to do or like, just naturally want to go like that other way. And that's that's right. the thing. I don't want to come from a place by no means. Am I, like I believe in freedom. I believe in free agency. And that is the most important thing. But but there's a fine line 
where yes, you have the freedom to live your life. You have the freedom to choose whatever it is you want to choose. Say whatever it is you want to say. But by no means are we going to reconstruct society due to fictional or delusional beliefs. Period. Because there are only two sexes, man and woman. Okay? And, and, And it takes a man and a woman to create life. You know, and and anything outside of that in relations and just it's it's just it's on the fringe, you know. Um, And I say like the intent, the true intent is because there's with the circus, there's just all this fog and smoke and confusion and polarizations to where we can't effectively communicate anymore. But the reality of it is like there's all these different roads from here like people can go and 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 my intent is trying to clear the fog to where we could see things more effectively so so you can more effectively choose the road that truly leads to your individual happiness peace like the best version of you that's what we want a hundred percent that's the intent and i mean so with that being said statistically speaking it's proven this road of these ideologies has led to the most destructive culture, like movement ever where it's in, it's having the most suicidal impact ever versus this. So how, how are these individuals staying like in this false truth, but it's a truth to them, right? But it's without a foundation. So, but because they're not seeing and really like the big picture of it all and how it's having this crazy impact. So it's essentially just pedestaling middle finger, not having responsibility, not having accountability, basically living out not just their past traumas, but their personal sexual desires. And, you know, biblically, I would say a life walking in sin, but not from a sin like, I don't want to view that. I want to do disclaimers in that regard because the sin, like I'm a sin, I'm a sinner, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's get, make that freaking clear because yeah. I don't want to be as if You're as not the, immune. Yeah. like, I don't have like frick a pedestal. I'm right down there with you. Okay. Yeah. A- anyone, anyone. So like let's just make that clear let's absorb that let's actually validate this is you know like that that that's the truth of it so i'm not coming from a place of like damnation or anything which may or may not be i believe to be a true thing but um because that's a whole design in my eyes is the everything here but everyone's got to figure that out for themselves and i wouldn't i'm i don't want to enforce my even even to potentially the betterment of these individuals it's their choice right Right. so zero threat on forcing my beliefs my thoughts everyone should have the opportunity and the chance by this design that's 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 a beautiful design of this life to have that free agency to go and choose my heart just goes out because the intent truly is like man i just want people to not be manipulated to have the conversations, do the deep dives, address the scars within, really, you know, stop even these generational curses, so to speak. This you've already eloquently like kind of acknowledge and yeah. and choose for themselves what truly is gonna allow them 
to have that peace and happiness because it's no secret that that lust is one of the what seven deadly sins so in a way that path in in a way it's it's just living out a life of lust it's literally living out your sexual desires and we all could obviously agree those that know and experienced orgasm it's a gift right it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing but if you solely and this is where it could be deadly a beautiful thing can be literally spiritually lead to spiritual death even physical death right it can it's crazy connect that dot dot for us james well maybe maybe we'll try but there's a more important thing to grasp here where where my gosh i can see i could see how at the point someone solely even let's say you're normal and you're living out a lustful path and wow just orgasm you're just seeking the the yeah. next orgasm and i'm sorry for those that oh my gosh like this is maybe too graphic but no this is real talk this is important to gr- to grasp in a sense in and of itself but for those that are seeking that next orgasm, you could see how the lines eventually for that individual will become blurred because the reality of it is, if it, whether this is a man or a woman, seeking uh-huh. normal orgasm from the opposite sex, eventually the line will be blurred. What does it matter whether I go to the opposite sex or the same sex? We could all together achieve that blissful orgasm together. So, oh, cool, let's all just do that and where it leads into this very destructive ideology and like like leading to a society because this the orgasm in and of itself is not fulfilling. It's not meaningful. It's it's empty at the end of it. Like it's empty. Right. And I've I've is a man, a normal one. uh have lived out that in my own life and I reflect back and it's empty. That's where I'm seeking. And for me, the biblical truths resonate more because it's like, man, I'm not married. I don't have children. And it's just like, like there's like, so I'm figuring even all this out for myself, but as I'm seeking that intentionally and doing these deep dives it's been solely the greatest blessing for me individually. I can't even effectively put into words and it's beautiful. And that is essentially where I'm like, man, if we can through these talks, have a level of resonate resonating with people to to clicking on that light bulb to, Oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to look into things more like that. That is beautiful. And it's not, I don't need you to do this. Okay. I'm enjoying the road. I'm on personally myself. And, and I'm so addressing, Charmaine, like the audience and a lot of what I'm saying here even more so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I mean it to everyone. Like, I don't need you because it's interesting. A lot of people are like, why are you trying to convert me? Or, it's, I'm not. I'm not. I do not need that. Like the alcoholic me would have needed, I needed that validation. I needed everyone around. Oh, come on, bro. Have another beer. Come on. out on me. You know, because I needed that because... Like I didn't have, I couldn't have faith behind that. I couldn't, I couldn't, 
I needed reassurance to essentially live in sin, even with that drink. But because for me, like I, I was the way I was drinking was simple. Not that alcohol in and of itself. I mean, that could be argued, right? But right. not to get right. too down, down that rabbit hole. Like it, it could have a positive effect. Just by drinking alcohol doesn't mean you're a freaking sinner, right? right? It can, it can have a time and a place, I believe. I mean, even in the Bible, it talks about wine and this. And here I go down that rabbit hole. Okay, <laughs> stop. But uh, a bit. but it's like I don't need that validation, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm peaceful and I'm happy with where I'm at. The, the intent, once again, to and, and why I'm like on fire to sharing and this and that because I see how destructive it is to others and I see how it leads to destructive roads. I see how it's leading to all the suicide. I see and and ultimately, man, if this can resonate and 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 kind of have clear the fog enough to where people look within themselves and are able to address maybe those child traumas and able essentially to lead them on a path that leads them to more happiness and whatnot. That's what I'm seeking. I the intent the intent essentially is just for people to have a better life whatever whatever that may be whatever that may be right it's just it's just saddening how just as a society as a whole is it's just so allowing of such a crazy shift if that makes sense Mm mm-hmm you know, and just talking about how doctors are saying a child understands and how even when that child grows up, them speaking out on it and saying, you know what, no, I didn't understand and my parents did this or whatever, whatever. And them being just so minimally exposed in that fact and that like, mm. oh, no, this is the narrative we're going with already. You can't. We only accepted you when you were changing and transitioning or whatever, but now that you're turning back on it, we don't want to hear you. Wow. You know? Right. Right. They get that platform all through that, but as soon as it goes against the grain as to what they're trying to do, it's like their life matters and their story matters when they're in sync with that agenda, but all of a sudden their life doesn't matter when they go against the grain of that agenda. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is telling that that is root from the root of it all evil. It's evil because they, in fact, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. That Wow, how clear is it right there? To me, that just made, it just, boom, convicted within myself. Yeah. Right there, you grasp, you pretty much captured it all. Oh my gosh. Is this, do you feel conversation helping like bring light to like where you're at and how you've pretty much been living? I, what would you even call that? Like, um, yes and no. Uh, I would say yes, but th- I've had this conversation years ago <laughs> where really? it, it already put me in that light of, oh, you know, maybe I do need to address some childhood traumas or, Mm. you know, maybe I do need to look in inward. And it's, it's definitely been a contemplation of mine of, of already of, I don't, you know, the, the, just the pure confusion, I guess, is the big basic way to explain it is this is what my truth was 
for as long as I can remember. And now with added information and added research and just deep diving and self-healing and going through all of my other traumas and, you know, just continuously growing, it's, right. but it's you, changed already so much that it's like, yeah. I'm I'm already so confused, you know, yeah. and that's why I've had to just personally just be like, you know what, I'm not dating anybody. <laughs> Ooh, right. You know, where... Well, does this in a way, so it's like, I, I see how you could be like, yeah, it's helpful and it's not helpful because it's helpful in ways because it seems like, like you, you, you're, hmm, I, and I can't speak for you, but, but that's where I'm curious. Does it feel like, does it, having this talk, does it, does it seem, is it raising flags? Does it, is it feel yeah. alarming, alarming that, wow, I believe in a, I can see how in a huge way I've been manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and mostly for me personally, it would be, I guess the best way to explain it would be in my walk of sin where I was at one point, cause I, like you, I've had my own sins. I did my drinking. I've did my, my lustfulness and, you know, my anger's gotten the best of me at times, and it, it does, it, I, whether you believe in sin or not, or whether you're just like, well, that's a character flaw. See, that's just the it's, thing. Even as you said sin, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you know, that's an amazing topic to even, because I think that there's a very negative view on sin and sinners, and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that, ineffectively has been pushed through churches and religions and even Christianity and but those were corrupted churches and because, religions because like ulti- their were- the way I view sin now is pretty much anything in this life you can't do full heartedly Sin is essentially, in my eyes, anything you cannot do full-heartedly. Can you elaborate on that? So, <clears throat> I want to I wanna even, I love using analogies, and sometimes the most basic of analogies can have the most profound effect because you can really, like, absorb. Like, I guess just for me to lash out. So, I could be... Correct. Let's just say I could be 100% correct on any topic. Like we just have a disagreement real quick. But I know, I know factually, I would win in a court of law. Like I would just live in, I would win on any given topic in a court of law. At the point, say, even if I don't necessarily, I mean, we could make it simple and just say I raised my voice in my side of the argument. It doesn't even matter now as to the topic. It doesn't even matter the intent. It doesn't even matter as to um, me winning or or being factually correct. I am walking in sin and I can I can't there's a there's a stain to the very conversation now on my end that is my of my doing where it all that other stuff doesn't even matter. Yeah, James, you could have won a court of law. Like you won, or even you won the argument. Like, right. I it, it was sinful because I couldn't. I can't even do that full heartedly because at the end of it, like, I raised my voice. I lost my cool. I right. 
spewed maybe like a level of evil or hatred or anger or you know like that was sin but the thing to me right so anything you can't do full-heartedly because i i i humanly stepped in it i stepped in that dog crap you know it stinks and i'm untainted to a degree but then again not tainted in a negative light there's we're we're perfectly all imperfect right and we we should seek the opportunities to refine and become better and that will be a forever work i know for me on every single aspect of life and beautifully so that's where it's like we just need to be woo excited about it um right so it's one of the things that's always guaranteed so versus yes versus as christianity and these other churches like put this negative negative connotation attached to sin and damn a type of like damnation now yes biblically that could reign true however at the point say that's having a negative effect we need to take that connotation or whatever that attachment away from the word sin because because for me it had more negative impact in my walk here than positive impact so sin for lack of better words um for me the way i'm viewing it now is so the fact I couldn't do it full heartedly means that was to my own detriment by sinning in any magnitude to any level is to my detriment. I stepped in it. Now I'm tainted. Like I'm walking around with the smell. It's weighing on my soul. It's weighing on my conscious. And I, and I'm, and we're, we've become too prideful, too egotistical to even acknowledge within ourselves because it doesn't matter. Like, Oh, we self justify. I won. I won. I won in the court. Woohoo. I won. Like, and we don't even acknowledge the sin and it weighs on us. And if we can't effectively acknowledge that, so it's to our own detriment versus a level of damnation. It's like, guys, it's lowering our frequency. It's lowering our vibration. And, and now on our impact, like in our future, like by that conversation, even if I like, Okay. Okay. Birthday. Woohoo. And like it, it celebrating that I'm, I'm, there's a weight to participating in sin before and not addressing it and letting it go and letting it effectively go would be going to the person in this analogy. I raise my voice to and apologizing, seeking forgiveness, right? right? And letting that go. Like, I'm so sorry. I lost my cool. My goodness. And now it lets it go. Now my vibration comes back up. In fact, we now can, in fact, it could be a strengthening bonding moment exactly. where we're now, okay, now I'm actually so on fire for it. I'm at that birthday party and in, in, in a positive environment that you think it's swept under the rug when you didn't address it. But when you address it now, it's like you're in this and you're, you're glowing, you know, and we have this. So it, it's essentially that wolf inside of us like what do you feed what are you paying oh, it, I love that. what are you paying attention to mm-hmm. what's gonna win internally and yeah. it's all easier said than done that's why it's so important that we organize our toolboxes we we acknowledge things for what they are we don't get caught up in the smoke and mirrors and the fluff and all that 
like and and properly communicate on all these topics not let evil not let these polarizations keep us from even having these conversations ending up triggered like like just that other example the other day where it just highlights how effective it's been to where we can't oh you're anti-lgbt it's just like wait let's just go back to the the basics on things we're so lost specifically down these rabbit holes that we just don't even know our way out anymore we're lost and let's get back up in, in the open, fresh air where we can breathe, where we're not constantly running around in the fight or flight with, you know, dead ends and just all these, all these scary things. Mm-hmm. Just in a constant battle of different evils, honestly. Because when you are that stuck and that lost yeah. and in such a fog, you know, right. like you said, you, you seek out bad people in bad situations or you know you seek your own demise in a sense so because you're you're lost charmaine i think you're on a beautiful path okay i think the more you know you can personally do the deep dives acknowledge a that this has been weaponized b the intentionally like orchestrated wise to where you can wow be like, okay, if I'm on this, say, and with all due respect, like on the abnormal side of things, like why? Why? Because, and I think you hit the nail on the head on some, because you even correlated so much of that group uh, having those childhood traumas and things of that nature too. Okay. So, like. And, and granted, you know, not yes. every single one is in that sense, but. Right. You know, it's, it could oh, yeah. be just a different. It could have just been the trauma, it could have just been the manipulation, been. uh, or you know, like like the 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 environment in a in a childhood influence, right? Right. It could have been all sorts of things, or just wanting to pedestal on this movement because it's trending right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you just took the words right out of my mouth. It could have just been apparent. Just well, oh, well, if you think you are, that's okay. Just let us know. You right. Know? And that could be that parent trying to be open with their child or whatever because of their right. own childhood traumas and their parents denying them for something that they were just curious about or just didn't understand about right. themselves hormonally physically whatever right yeah emotionally even and because they felt that their parents weren't there or weren't right. trusting or caring or whatever now they want to overcompensate with their child but without realizing that because you're trying to do this so much younger mm. you know that you are now planting the seed in their head. So if you feel yes. you're saying, oh, there's a possibility. A toxic seed that doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. And then that leads that child through a, a whole thought process that they would have never even had. Mm-hmm. And maybe they would have just because of how, like you said, how trending it is and how it is in society. But then at the, as a parent, if your child comes up to you and says, hey, mom or dad or, you know, whatever, I think I'm gay. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Let's yes. explore these feelings. What is going on? What made you think you're gay? Right. Oh, because this kid in my class has really pretty hair, and he's a boy. Oh, well, why do you think it's pretty? What is pretty about it? What do you think pretty is? You know, mm. it's really understanding what that child's Giving... process is, because even their vocabulary, yes. you know, they may not even have the proper words to describe what they're saying and only have heard it once or twice and right. got a, a, a 
broad stroke explanation as to what it is because you think a teacher is going to explain to one of their students especially in such a sensitive subject what being gay is and not only that there are teachers who are doing that in the school system and parents are rioting because they don't want their children to be exposed to this at such an age like no do not be teaching my kids this you know in that same caliber everybody has their their free will in a sense and you know wow powerful I love it. So it's interesting, like stepping back again, like it's just like all like we could just talk to this at nauseum. And it, I mean, it's but it's is there is there better topics to even touch on? Right. Because uh, it's it's leading fact to the most suicidal culture we've ever experienced. And it's directly correlated to it. So it's very destructive. So once again, it's like, hey, guys, like we're. Ha- it's having this type of impact let's let's have that conversation and what a beautiful concept that in a in a parenting ex- you know uh, analogy that that the parents spend the time they validate like this child they give them i mean even jesus when he was on he touched on like how it leads to faulty wiring and people not developing the skills to even having communications when when a child's like well why 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 and and the and i'm like he he asked me and i epically failed he's like what what's your typical like response like a parent and i'm like go outside (laughs) go outside and he's like no because i said so yeah that right then there in and of itself versus giving that child like the time and actually sitting down now i do understand at certain development ages like because I have nieces and nephews, and I can see, and you sit down with them, and they just, they can't grasp what they can grasp. And, and But but to take the time and be like, you know what? I think you're a little too young to understand that, but I'm, I'm so excited. Thank you for bringing it up. You are so smart. I think... I think you deserve an ice cream, but I'm so excited to touch on this uh, in the future. Like, when, when you can, like, absorb... You know, you say it in a way they can absorb it, right? And then go ahead and and you could you can actually <laughs> treat them for being vulnerable for trying to figure out something and you validate right. it and, and now it's creating a whole different type of like wiring to where pe- they develop the skills as you give that patience and that time to that developing mind futuristically speaking to do what we're doing here effectively. That's talk about it comfortably. It also gives them like my parents used to tell me all the time, I'll tell you when you're older. Mm, <laughs> you know, really? The, yeah, yeah. I used to hear that all the time. You'll figure it out when you're older. I'll tell you when you're older. The that's a little better that than that's a little better than because I said a, so. But eh, the downfall to it was is every time it I got became older, yeah, it I became the like go to right right especially when it came to a lot of sexual things like oh man i got straight just whatever you learned in the school yes that was my experience me too so when it came to me understanding exactly what was going on with my body teenagers so frisky you know and because it was so taboo in my my house i had to become sneaky and hide it Mm. and 
I had to experiment in my own ways. And not only right. that, when I did hit a snag or oh. something dangerous, you know, put myself in a situation where I genuinely was scared for my life, oh, I couldn't wow. even tell my parents about it, you know? Right. Right. Finding out was worse than the actual situation. As in, even though now looking back, I'm like, I could have died. Oh my god! Literally died, been murdered, and there were many a times where, again, I was, I was 14, 15. I was going to raves. I was, mm. I was doing drugs and I was drinking. I started smoking. You know, I started, you know, dabbling in sex and both sexes. You know, and. Yeah. Because every time I was in a curious situation or whatever, and I had to hide it from my parents, and I had to just figure it out on my own, that you know, now as an adult, it's like, oh wow, that's <laughs> I really so the damage that sad that to even hear I had to, because I'm sure even your parents at this point or your mother uh, might hear that and be it, it could pain her in a way because it's like oh yeah. but the reality of it is like that is posing an opportunity for her to to come to a realization of wow I'm not perfect right give myself right. some grace but acknowledge what her child is in fact saying that yeah. I didn't become effective enough on the relational side of things for my child to feel comfortable coming to me because I mean, you can now see as an adult, she did, in fact, on these topics, know better. She could have, in fact, spread some light that could have obviously kept you from these very dangerous situations. But humanly, on the relation side of things, there was an impact and things that had happened that kind of severed that bridge on you feeling comfortable addressing that with her. You felt like... Maybe to an extent, I mean, I, I, I could say it kind of um, assumingly because it's like a lot of the things you said even resonated with me on personal levels where it's just like, like, I just, I felt like there'd be levels of judgment, uh, maybe even lead to punishment by me even going to uh, communicate with them. Uh, that's where there's a fine balance on being a parent educating telling them what to do and not you know you know at certain ages but but above all realizing and on an individual basis with your children realizing like it doesn't matter like i i could do my best to tell my child not to touch that stove right, right. but some children just are gonna have to learn the hard way and that's a sad truth of life where I can't helicopter parent I can do my best but above all that's where I think parents could do really good by their children and it's so much easier said than done like I could sit here yeah. and say it and then I know I have one potentially like of my own futuristically and just like next thing you know I'm that helicopter parent so it's so much easier said <laughs> than done but to individualize right. the parenting and, and through and it changes and ebb and flows throughout the development stage to where above all, I find it most important that it's not becoming like their friend because at the end of the day, you're you're their parent and you're helping right. coach them along their like development stages, which definitely it's in it's important to be that parent. Right. To save their own lives and grab them and freaking 
when a car's coming and they were about to run across the street for that soccer ball, you know. Uh, yeah. But but you can, as a parent, ensure the proper development throughout the stages is, is with that child on having having a healthy relationship where they feel comfortable confiding in you for all you know and it's on an individual basis to even achieve that so to be aware to be cognizant to humble yourself as a parent constantly is to trying to challenge yourself to uniquely be there right so that pains me to hear that and i mean well, you got to give your mom some grace too right I was you on, didn't come on, with an owner's manual Yes. Just for both of my parents, you know, um, my mom was 16 when she had my older sister. She was like 18 wow. going on 19 when she had That's me. young. Oh, my you know? gosh. And she's a single mom. She was in, we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's not a good city. <laughs> right. You know, and um, like I said, my mom was already dealing with her own traumas and her own life and having kids at such a young age and that circles back to the development of the mind and how even at 18 19 you're still not fully developed 21 you're still not fully developed you know a lot of people don't grow into the person that they are for the rest of their life until maybe late 20s if not later you know Mm. there's still so much more life changes that happens you know life experience right right but and, the, and just to speak on that uh, for my mom, like, the, to see the difference of her having me and my older sister and how our childhood was, and then to my other siblings, my little brother, my half-brother and half-sister, um, they're barely hitting high school now. And my mm. sister is in a very, very good relationship, and she's, what, a freshman? You know, and mm. her and her boyfriend are interested in in going to church and seeking out god and wow. my you know she went my sister went from our we grew up catholic you know so she's she's got all of that in her but she's like you know what i just want to explore christianity and the fact that wow. a, she feels comfortable talking to my mom about religion like with me and my mom mm. with religion we were we were screaming at each other arguing right and, and and to the to the the point of like obviously I can have these conversations now and not scream at her and talk to my mom about this stuff now and we, we kind of yeah. laugh at it but the That's back awesome. in that time I was we weren't screaming at each other about the actual subject we were screaming at each other because there was something else in our lives that we were mad about she mm. was dealing with um, abuses in one way and in turn kind of turning it on me and I was dealing with abuses and we both were lashing out at each other because we were the only people that we had, you know, and that in and of itself is just, is, is a change, you know, cause now yes. obviously I love my mom and we, we've talked about this and we've moved and we've grown and my mother has even grown into the woman that she really is. And, wow. and you know, and is just complete 180. Wow. And, is always tells me that you know she's constantly trying to be the best her that she can be and we're both working through you know our traumas with just each other of That's... our arguments and how mean we've been to each other wow. and then we both can look at my little sister now and 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 be like wow 
what a difference compared to me and my older sister in high school and what we were doing. And even compared to my mom when she was a youth and what she was doing, just the progress of not only me, but her and my stepdad just really, truly looking inward. And honestly, one of my stepdad even found God (laughs) and he was one of the most atheist persons I've ever met, you know? (laughs) So that was astounding for me to see and you know i actually got to be a part of their wedding where they got married in the catholic church under the eyes of god and that alone was so monumental just because my mother's marriage and our relationship and all that has been so difficult and just so much anger and fear and resentment and now to be at a point where we're we're actually growing and, you know, loving and thriving together. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. But at the same time, it it is very, very difficult. I mean, obviously it's, uh, it's like, uh, we could go back in time and change everything and, you know, save you some of the pain and, you know, that would be so awesome, but we can't, right. It, It is what it is. And what, sounds like you guys are at an awesome place it's still got its challenges because there's a lot to work through but what a beautiful story to hear all of that and oh my gosh I'm just so excited to hear where you're at and that you guys can now kind of address these things and work through things even together like what a blessing that even is right because because imagine if it just wasn't like no and it was just continued that would just obviously like perpetuate and it it you know i got to points even with me when it came to and it and it was even more so for me and things I was facing that I even needed to establish like healthy boundaries with family and certain individuals in my life to, to ensure like my own sanity and make it through a chapter and, you know, but, but to get back to kind of, yeah, the more healthy and like healing and being able to potentially walk through that together and whatnot. Like it's just to reprogram those traumas and get on the same page and let the intentions out entirely and and own up to responsibility on all ends to where because the the reality of these life experiences could be like wow well this is why i don't trust these individuals or why i don't want to be around them as much because it drags me down because these past experiences what have you so so if in fact they do more so than saying i love you more so than you know if they actually do to this day like that parent in that situation with the child if if both parties are able to in their adulthoods to set down their weapons and actually like go there and go deep and not put up their walls and and let their intentions more so than just projecting them like I love with the I love you genuinely showing up and fulfilling the I love you with my intent was to help and I do see where my patience was tested I do see where I could have done better right that that could just move the needle in the way of to where you get you achieve all this healing from the past um which which leads to now being like wow i can more so trust in this person now i can more so 
I like being around them because we've ironed some things out and enjoy enjoy these things. So what a beautiful place to yeah. be. And it sounds like even with say you some religious scars too, you're you're giving it a fair shake and you're diving into word on the street is diving into the Bible even for the first time and I'm just excited to see where cuz it's a personal journey, right? right? I'm just excited to see where it it leads you. And when you're intentional and you're seeking answers like 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 that's where beautiful things happen, right? And I just I'm excited cuz I you know, just the world needs the best version of you and you are doing you're you're there. You're there. And it's only going to get better. And that's so exciting. You, I'm trying. <laughs> but it is, like you said, it is well, really beautiful that I, I think, at least, you know, that we were able to, like you said, put our weapons down you, and, and sit yeah. down and talk it out. And, and, you know, like you said, there are still things that we're both working through, you know. That, yes. And, I've, I've traumatized my mother in my own way, you know, right. equally as she has me, you know, and as a teenager, you know, you hear teenagers tell their parents they hate them all the time, you know, but when I was telling my mother this, yeah. it was the realest thing in my life, you know, and the way that I went about it, I was so awful to my mother mm. for so long, and Again, that there's there's no excuse, but there was a reasoning behind it. There's a know? two. It's a two way street, hundred exactly. percent. And and the reality of it is, I'm sorry, my heart really kind of does more so go out to a child because they're in the development stage more so. So the responsibility in my eyes more so does lie on the parent. Period. Yeah. Period. But, like they the know better. What's that? but the parent was a child yeah well the fact of the matter is in those situations they do fact fact have more life experience than the child period period so there's been more refinement there's been more all the things but yeah in your mom's situation obviously very very young to be parenting and with that naturally gonna just not have as much experience so it 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 just is a testament and, and does show so it's amazing it is important to have a level of grace in this and that too. But um, in fact, I'm fearing that we might be nearing on a two part series. So I'm thinking we will, we will close this up here uh, uh, shortly, but I had a, Oh, what was the point? Oh no. I had a point. James. Mo, wah, wah, wah. Um, Your heart goes out to the child parent has more experience life experience so this this is what i want to touch on because we all wish we had that crystal ball right and to go back in time but i'm telling you there's a way without that crystal ball you could gain all that time back and you know how you achieve that and i can say this from personal experience through a level of selflessness. Let me explain. Because mm-hmm. you're not broken. And you're mending and you're healing. And it will make you stronger. 100%. Yeah. 
And I'm so excited for the world to see that version of you. Just continue down the path you're on. You're doing fantastic. It's amazing. And your story can resonate and help others like broken families or it could help parents. It could help the younglings, you know, going through the midst of it all that in such a way, I'm telling you, you can live vicariously through countless others by doing what you're doing and sharing your story and living it out in a selfless nature. I'm telling you, this will bless you in such a way. Yes, in this existence and yes, in the afterlife, in such a way you didn't just gain all those hardships in that time back. It, it'll pay back a hundredfold. Just try to meditate on that. Journal on that. Maybe even ask God about that. Is it, did, did James speak truth on this? Because I'm telling you, I went from being in the midst of my own toxicity, my own pain and everything to the point it was just I was hanging by a string, 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 and there's just perpetuating like for so long and then and then getting on the healing side and there was just a brief moment where it was like oh my gosh I wish I was here x amount ago right this stole my life this stole my life but once I continue I continued and I continued it actually already seemingly overnight I can look back and be grateful for all of it grateful for all those hardships and it's through helping others I feel as though all that time was beyond worth it well spent i'm getting all that time back by impacting one freaking life yeah that makes sense yeah it does i would hope i would hope you know just like you said just even even the smallest of somebody just not feeling alone Mm. in a situation you know or somebody being like oh my gosh somebody has almost the same situation as me you know it's almost like um when you had priscilla on you know and she was talking about her her past relationship Mm. how it was it was so damaging and i was like oh my gosh i've been there i know exactly what you're feeling i know exactly what you're going to going through if you need somebody talk to me you know and if i could even do that for somebody or like i said just make them feel less alone yes and you can that is is moving worlds for me (laughs) you Mm. know but um i am just grateful for the changes that me and my family have gone through and how we went from such a destructive Mm. hateful time to now living and thriving in our family love and it's it's weird it is so weird for me to say that because i have been the biggest enemy for my family in a sense of i've just never wanted any part of it you were in pain you didn't know you were crying out through your pain for help yeah that that was it maybe in a very damaging way but oh look look at where you were and where you already are and what you can acknowledge that is to be praised 
And it, it, what you just said was so beautiful. You don't know on my end because you can't hear it, but I kicked off kind of the soundtrack and it was so beautiful as you were talking to here with the soundtrack. It was just like, I don't know, the power of music in a way is to how it just can magnify things. I don't know. We're just these energy beings to an extent and like literally music is sense of energy and vibrating and anyway um <laughs> it's you will have an impact people listeners did you hear all that let's champion this amazing woman let's support her on her journey wow the vulnerability the strength the wisdom all the things charmaine you're you are stronger than you know and I know we've kind of said it on a personal basis before, but you are the only unique, like you're the only you that ever has been, ever will be. You are beyond worthy. That phrase doesn't even give it justice. You are beautiful in what you've shared. It's like, I can see your heart. You're on a great trajectory and I'm just so excited thank you so much for your time today i'm so excited to have you on again here soon you are gonna yeah. bless lives i know it i know it i love you i love you i do <laughs> you're an amazing person um any challenges or last words anything like that for our listeners I think you did pretty good you're good I think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> practice patience yeah patience grace all the all that 100% one step at a time there's always additional tool out there just sitting there getting dust and dirt and rust that could help us let's seek out those tools Take these steps, have these conversations, do look inwardly. Let's stop pointing the finger and look inwardly as to because we can more so solve our own issues. Like 100%. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Love you. Can't wait to dive more into these topics even deeper because we need to get more organized so this is just still tip of the iceberg look forward to talking soon